tell you what, say what. Yes, I think they send it to her personally now, which is good because she we don't want her to miss out. <coughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. You are now listening to <gasps> Bortles. That was so that, beautiful. That was melodic. You see it because you... On one page, one page now, because we're all on the album. You see what's happening. Anywho, I am your host, Shanannies, and of course, I have Torque New York Senior Leadership, starting with Pastor Nathan Cassis. Hi. <laughs> Pastor Tony Cassis. Greetings, everyone. And Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi. This week, we celebrated our lovely Dr. Robin Cass's birthday. It was your birthday, mate. It was a great time. It was phenomenal to have everyone on Sunday have cake. This church loves cake. <laughs> this church is phenomenal. I, I actually had some cake to give me a sugar boost. Yes. So today, cake worked Real well. Right. Oh, I can good. use an, another slice of cheesecake at this moment, to be honest. Um, but, yes, we love cake. We had cake. We had fellowship. The kids got you cards. They Well, they drew you a bunch I, of cards. I have a bunch like that in my <laughs> yes. bag. It's, it's just increased the weight of my bag of quite course. a bit. It was so sweet. They ran up to Dr. Robin like, look, look, look. We have, we have cards. We have cards. It was so cute. So, yeah, that was an adventurous week. And we were also just following up with our connect groups with our last week's portal. Oh, my. The power to choose. It was so much feedback from the last week's portal that it was just blowing minds. It definitely blew my mind. Wow. And I'm still chewing on it because every day is like the Lord is showing me a different perspective. And even in the connect groups, we all shared a different perspective because um, we had them in person. So we relaunched that and we all learned from each other at this particular connect group. And it was amazing just the way we all perceive it in different ways and apply it to our life and how we all have a measure at which we are working through it with the Lord and some can testify into some portions like maybe having a foot or two you know, two feet into it of learning it and, you know, helping each other out just off of the, the testimony of what's going on and what it revealed. So, um, yes, I just couldn't thank, especially you guys enough for unpacking that because that was so freeing, challenging, but so, so freeing. It was a 
power-packed portal. Yes. Uh, give it a jam. I think that um, what Pastor Tony shared in Theology Talks to Ooh. do with independence was amazing because... Uh, We're going to talk about that tonight. I that's think so in. because we, we think that we actually have independence, but yet we're... All, you know, Pastor, we've got to rely on someone or something. No one is independent. No one. You're and breathing his air. Deluding themselves to believe it. Mm. Absolutely. You're breathing his air. You're, that's you can't be independent and still breathe some his no, air. No, it's God, his air. God created all, and and you're relying upon him whether you know it or not. Wow. Chile. Well, we're already in, so you guys might as well start by saying, what is the name of this top? Yeah, this, this one, um, we wanted to really um, talk about the, the difference between heightened emotion and hyper emotion. So hyper and heightened. heightened. Yeah, and how God can... Also tying in with Pastor Tony's sermon last night about counseling outside the presence of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and also tying in with what he shared about on Theology Talks about this independence and this life when you when life revolves around you. Oh, I like that um, so much. Uh, you know what? You know, um, <laughs> being self-absorbed, self-motivated. Um, and I want to share a couple of things about how um, – insecurity will always lead to accusation or things like this. So, yeah, I want Pastor Tony to kick us off because he shared quite a quite an amazing thing on Theology Talks. So I'm really excited for that episode. And just for those that are listening or watching, I just want to challenge you, do something, go share this with five people that have never watched Portals before. Yeah. Just Sharing send it to it them. Now. Just send it to them. If they don't watch, it's a, you know, that's fine. But uh, make sure someone else, the Holy Spirit, can have an opportunity to light you know, on their hearts, the gems that are going to be dropped today. Yeah, I think it's good. Maybe that bring they some do transformation. That. So please try to share it with at least five people, and and in Sydney as well. Yeah, come on now, five people that you know have never watched Portals. Go send it to them and be like, hey, this is a really great talk show. They're Check about this to talk out. about emotion and how God uses it. I think this would help you, and I think it would, could be really, really helpful for them. But Pastor Tony, why don't you kick us into gear to do with the sermon what you shared last night? about um, um, leaning on your own understanding and yeah, I'm, outside I'm, the presence of the Holy Spirit. I have Spirit. this big smile on my face because Elizabeth's commending me for my new phone stand. Yes, she oh, is. I yes. was going <laughs> to say that. You're yes. already leaning on the Word of God. It's my, actually, it's my journal. So. Oh, then <laughs> you're leaning on your own understanding. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, I'm leaning on my own. Very anyway. good. <laughs> very that good, was, you're, sh- you're sharp. You're sharp. You're learning from me very, very quickly. Very <laughs> I'm trying to uh, use Dr. Robbins. Go ahead. Yeah, very, uh, very good. Last night w- I shared about how um, getting counsel outside of God's presence always leads us into trouble. And I found this out both through study and through a lot of experience of doing things without really getting God's counsel on it. And it's so dangerous because, number one, things that shouldn't take as long can take forever. Mm. When you do it God's way, sometimes he, he, he brings a divine delay, which you have to be good with. But sometimes he can 
bring about a divine speed. Like my situation was, um, you know, God was able to speed up a process that would have cost more money and more time. Yeah. And he did it in half an hour. I was so humbled by it mm-hmm. because, you know, all of my ways really led to dead ends in so many ways. So basically it was out of the Proverbs we're told, trust in the Lord, right? Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. There's a sermon in that. And don't lean on your own understanding. And then to acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your paths. That simple verse of scripture is hard to live out on a day-by-day basis because we often refer back to what we know by instinct or by culture or by knowledge. And until we say, Holy Spirit, what's your mind on this matter, right? We're still leaning on our own understanding and that's what gets us into trouble, okay? You could be asking the Lord for an answer and his wisdom might be, well, not now, wait. It might be something opposite to what you thought would be the the best route to take. Whatever the Lord reveals, I've known through, through my experience, he will continue to say it until you agree with him. So it's repetitive. Yeah. He repeats, and, and that's something I think that um, the Lord is teaching us all. Yeah. That uh, we always want a fresh revelation, a fresh rima. And <sighs> all he wants you to do is hear what he said. <clears throat> so, you know, it, he will keep talking till it is a fresh rima too. And he often repeats because we don't get it. <clears throat> Sometimes we hear the Lord, but we don't discern it's the Lord. Yeah. And so he keeps saying it until we get it. And sometimes we don't believe what he's saying, and he'll keep repeating it until we believe. And I'm pretty sure Nate's smiling because... No, I'm smiling because... Not because of anything. I'm smiling because this is what I can feel. It's like... We started yeah, on the outskirts, <laughs> and now we're we're, di- we're going in. I can feel the Holy Spirit yeah. just ready well, that's to. Why <laughs> that's why that smirk on your face yeah. was here. This is this, going this down. Now, my, we're, now we're about to open lane. up. Now you we're about what? to open so up. So I'm going to let it. I'm, I'm going to give you the the next opportunity. You take it from here. Well, I think oh, I have go to. For it. I want to uh, just go back to what you said. Uh, you said a little bit different when we were doing. Um, Theology, theology talks. talks. Yeah. You, you said sin is when your life revolves around you. Yeah. Oh. The first sin. The, fir- right the first. <laughs> I think I'm going to cough too. <laughs> I just got deliverance, everybody. Thank you. I, I've preached this many times, you know, and, and I want to get it more. The first sin, the sin of Lucifer, was independence. Yes. Yeah. He wanted to be like God, he wanted to be above God, and he wanted to be independent of God. He thought he could be a better God than God. Isn't that something? The pastor, he was created. That's right. He was created, so he could never be totally independent nope. because he was created. And when you're created, you lean on the creator. Wow. Everything in creation is subject to the creator. But here's one. Independence, right? 
will ultimately lead to big deception. Mm, okay? Get into this. And you, a lot of people who are very self-absorbed, yep. they fall into big deception. Mm. They start hearing voices. They start getting paranoid. The world's against me. My wife's against me. My husband's against me. The world, my pastors are against me Ooh. because they're self-absorbed. Mm. And because things don't occur the way they think it, they should, everybody's an enemy. And this is the Ooh. character of Satan. See? In his attempt to be served, God has now made him servant to humans, right? And to creation itself. And mm. so therefore, they believe their own publicity. Oh, my God. That's someone who is absorbed in with themselves. Oh, that was a statement in half. I a can't. lot of Hollywood you know, uh, big shots are in this category because their independence and their self-absorption, actually they believe they're gods now. Mm -hmm. They're demigods. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they believe that they know what is right and wrong and how the world should be lived. Right. How life should be lived. And this is the sad reality that the church has allowed this yeah. for decades. And, and, and we really need to start uh, really addressing that, you know? And I think we have to come back to it affected theology talks because it talks about someone absorbed around themselves. That's true sin. Then we come here, and now we're going to talk on a personal level now. And then I'm going to, after this, talk in open eyes, and the same principle oh, wow. will apply. But this, then, then it will apply to that which is going on around everyone. So it's the same theme because I it think that's leads to delusion mm. it's so true because all the world is screaming about is just me what can you do for me wear your mask for me where you know do this for me you know you're doing it for what i find is an interesting concept of independence because like you're still being independent even though you're trying to consider everybody else you know, because then it's all about what you doing again. And we talked about this similarly on a portal back when we were on holiday uh, in Jersey, I think it was, when we were first talking about independence and the... Uh, yeah, how it's different, how God doesn't want us to lose our individuality. Yes. But, but he does want us to lose our independence. Yes. Because yeah. so. he wants us totally dependent upon him. Because yes. in being totally dependent upon him, we actually find our individuality. Yes. Is, you know what? I said in the theology talks, um, they, they teach you in the world, you know yourself. But it always goes back to the garden. I mean, the Lord didn't want Adam and Eve knowing themselves outside of him. And um, God, and here comes the counseling. God doesn't want you learning yourself, studying yourself, knowing yourself, um, assessing yourself outside of his presence. And this is where 
your hyper emotion will always take you outside of the counsel of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But whereas you're heightened, meaning God can take your emotion and he can heighten it, he can intensify it to bring him into his presence. And we see that what you've taught to us in Counsel by God and in communion with God with Asaph in the Psalms where yeah. he where he comes in through the anger of his enemies yes. and that heightened emotion of anger actually brings him in to the presence of God yeah. because God, just like Pastor Tony said in Theology Talks, will allow the emotions to come up so that the enemy being the garbage man can be used by God to clean you up. Mm. So he'll use the pain, he'll use the anger, he'll use the rejection, and he'll say, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow that to surface so it brings you into my presence. Mm. But hyper-emotion is where you never take your emotion into the presence of God. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You stay on the level where it's between you and you. But so you jump in, you jump out. You know, wow. Pastor, it's all, all also about feelings. Yes. It's not based on um, emotions of the spirit because emotions are in the spirit. It's based on soulish feelings yeah. all and, the time. And Pastor, this is um, you know very pertinent to what Pastor Tony was talking about because the the emotion of pride, like in the counselling world, they call it the five statements of pride. Usually. Because of the I wills, I will ascend, you know, I will, I will, I will, the five things. But usually when you're entertaining a spirit of pride, there's usually five main reassuring, affirming I wills you're telling yourself, you know. And again, it's in that line of the Luciferian kind of thought system of I can be like God, I will ascend, I have said unto myself. But see, even... Pride, when you allow the Lord to bring it into his presence, he can touch it. Mm. See, God is not, this is what we got to get. God is, God is not afraid of our emotion. He's not afraid of our feelings. He gave us to them. He, I'm sorry, he gave it to us as a gift. Feelings are God's gift to us to be able to express what's going on in a spiritual realm and translate it into a physical realm. If we didn't have feelings, we would be all spirit and all body and nothing in between. Mm. And so what I'm learning is that it's the hyper emotion that jumps you in and out of the presence of God. It's the not committing it to him. It's the not talking to him about what's on your heart. It's the not saying, okay, Lord, I'm not going to reason outside of your presence. That's why the scripture says, you know, be ye angry, but do not sin. What do you do with that anger? You take it into the presence of God. Yeah. You commit it to him. You talk to him about it. You let him bring it up so he can intensify his emotion about what's going on. Because guess what? God wants to reveal his emotion about what's going on. So you mentioned hyper and and then you met, mentioned heightened. And so you mentioned that heightened is a higher position. Well, that goes with what God says in his word when he says, my ways are higher. Mm. Higher. Yes. Much higher. Deeper, yes. Wider, yes. But higher. So that's referring to that your emotions have to go beyond the level that they are right now and they must be more activated by your spirit 
than they are by the outside circumstances mm. because that's hyper there it emotion. Is. And you know what, Pastor, you're about to hit something on the head. I haven't uh, even read your book. No, I'm not. I haven't got a book. <laughs> but I speak to the men because we've believed men are a lie that we don't need to be emotional. And oh, we've looked at women who are likened unto the Holy Spirit, and in the Spirit is where emotion is birthed, not in the flesh and not in the soul, in the Spirit. We've looked at our wives, our sisters, our mothers, you know, our friends, and we've looked at their emotion as men as weakness. Yeah. And not as a tool for the Holy Spirit to draw us to His presence. God can use someone who is more emotional in their expression than he can someone that has no emotion. So I think it comes down to what you're saying here. You're saying that when uh, sometimes the emotions are, are reaching a high place, uh, not hyper, but higher places, that sometimes the, the, the statements are made that, uh, oh, she's losing it. Yeah, oh, I've said that she's myself. She's got out of control with her emotions. She's too sensitive. Uh, because I think hyper and heightened, I want to say heightened first, are something you truly believe in. Mm. Whereas hyper emotions are up one minute, down the next. So they're very much double-minded. Oh wow! Before we go on a before we go on a, a quick break, um, I remember when we were talking about this, and it made me. I was curious to see uh, the difference between the feelings and emotions, because Pastor Robin, you've used this expression quite often about telling our feelings to go to hell, right? Yeah. I think and sometimes that's where they belong. Yes, if they're, uh, you know, involved and with the soul. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but I know sometimes we've been, again, fine-tuning certain things that we tend to blend together, even though they don't, they're not one in the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to point can something. Can lead to something. Yes, they the can same. lead to each other, but they're not exactly the yeah, same. And to sure. bring somewhat of a distinction, and we can go into it later if any of the viewers, if you guys understand the difference between the two, because some people I know in feedback have said, like, They've kind of struggled trying to see, like, okay, so what is godly and what's not, right? Sure. But this, I, I find it interesting because the definition of feeling, one of the, the second one, is a belief, especially a vague or irrational one. Yeah, and feelings are always tied to beliefs. Yes, always. and it's irrational. They, they even say that our feelings is irrational, where the emotion is, is said, the definition of the emotion says it's more instinctive and intuitive. Yeah, emotion and feeling, even though they're different, um, to dissect the spiritual anatomy of it, emotions are how you express your belief systems yep. in the three areas of your soul. Mm. So emotions are how you express it in your will, mm-hmm. how you express it in your mind, and how you express it in your feelings. Mm-hmm. So if you want to change your ungodly emotion, then you always got to go to your ungodly belief system. You know what? All right, so we're going to take a break <laughs> off of that gym alone. Oh, grab that Repeat one. Repeat it one more time before we take the break. Emotions are always linked to belief systems. And I, I, I want to go back and listen to 
your first portal in that we ever did in the first season of what is your belief system? Because yes. before we even started getting into this prophetically, you had already put the, the, the mat out and laid out a belief system is literally the core of what you live and who you are as a person. Yeah. But and, emotions, and the atmosphere you live in. Yeah, but emotions, just for the listeners, I'll repeat it. Emotions are how you express your belief system in those three areas. How you express your belief system to do with your will and God's will is the emotions. How you express your belief system to do with your um, your choices. How you express it to do with the thoughts that go on in your head. In your mind. That's mm. mind, will and emotions. So that's, that's another all word the expression. for soulish man. Well, there you go, guys. We give you something to chew on already in the first segment of this portal. But stay tuned because we'll be right back. Hello, everyone on Talk TV. I'm glad you're a subscriber to that great app. And uh, it's a real great way to learn about our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ through uh, some of the uh, you know the uh, methodologies that we make available to you and the shows that we make available to you. Uh, you may know me as Pastor Tony Cassis. I'm one of the pastors at Times Refreshing Christian Centre, and um, I've just started a new program called Theology Talks. I'd love you to join me in this um, in this new venture because we're talking about some really important doctrines of the Bible and some of the false doctrines that are coming forward in these last days that really need to be addressed and corrected. So during the show, I'm going to have Dr. Robin Cassis, my my wife, as a regular guest. It's always good to get her input. But also we'll be having um, other leaders from Talk New York and some students from the School of Apostles and Prophets as guests as we progress with the show. I'm glad to uh, answer questions in between. We'll make that available to you. So please join us at uh, Theology Talks, available on our Talk TV app. God bless. Hi everybody, it's Pastor Nate here again. I seem to be the one that brings you all the cool announcements. Not. Anyway, two announcements. We have Zipping Night resuming its relaunch for 2021 in person. That's right. We're coming back and we're being in person again, face to face, shoulder to shoulder, rubbing on each other in a godly way, in a safe church way. So uh, if you would like to join us in person, registration for this will be online. It will be released this week, the first week of March, and then it will be available for the other events that will take place in person. There will be a new format, some new things introduced because we're changing things up. But as always, we are doing things in flow with the Holy Spirit, following His lead and making sure that we give you the best and helping you to understand the voice of God and how to, you know, partner with you and see God's plan fulfilled for your life. So Dippy Night is that place that you need to come to if you want to hear God speak to you. You can sign up now by visiting dippingnight.talk.org. Don't matter what country you're in, what location, if you can't do it in person, you can also do it online. There's more information at talk.org 
or dippingnight.talk.org. Go there now and be a part of what God's doing. you got to repeat what you just said. That's too good. Yes, you can. Take that lozenge and repeat it because women all over the world need to hear that. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> it's worth hearing again, Dr. Robin, please. Otherwise, I might have to get your gummy bears <laughs> and put them in hot water to make sure that my throat gets a coating, you know. Let, no, our, let uh, our listeners I, know, Shania. Bring I, us back in. Go ahead, Shania. And I'll try to repeat what I said. I really will. Okay. Is it on the tip of your tongue? You can go of for course. it. Of course. With my lessons. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I, I know that um, men work in headlines. They really do. You know, what have you been doing all day? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Something. We might have uh, like... Um, Five kids or something, but what have you been doing all day? You know? Just one or two word answers. That thinking is headlines, and they expect you to give you a list of what you've been doing all day, but they've forgotten that a child not only gets fed, it's got to be changed. It wets itself, so you've got to change it again. This goes on, you see, because men work in headlines but the truth of the matter is holy spirit does not work in headlines he works in the lines between the headlines Mm. and if women would stop the hyper emotion and let god take them to heightened emotions, higher places, God would use by the Holy Spirit. He would use women's emotions far more than he would men's. It's so wow. true. It's so true. you got to jam it. Wow. And what I was saying is the scenario of an argument, a woman will argue, and I was saying before the break, you know, that depiction of a woman, everything's connected. The job is connected to the car. The car yeah. is connected to the kids. The kids are connected to church. The church is connected to family. In a man's brain, everything is not connected. And a man focuses on one thing at a time in his brain. And if anything, <laughs> psychologically you'll learn this, if anything tries to interrupt that, the man closes his thinking down because he's created to think a different way. And this goes back to what I said in a previous portal. Part of understanding how people work is learning that not everyone thinks the same way you do. And not everybody everybody (laughs) wants out of... Because I'm right all the time. And not everybody wants out of individual situations (laughs) the same thing that you do. Right. I can be arguing with you and want a completely different outcome than what you want. And the argument has taken place because (laughs) you want the outcome this way and I want the outcome my way. Another way. Yes. So the Holy Spirit is the one that brings us together so that we want the outcome his, his way, way, right? And that's that triangle method. But what's really important here is, because I've seen this, in an argument, a you woman's emotion... Holy Spirit wants it his way. Yes. In an argument, a woman's emotion comes forward very quickly 
because she's so connected to everything, the passion that she has can come up very, very quickly, right? Now, how does this become hyper? It becomes hyper if she allows the enemy to take that emotion and begin to talk to her about her emotion and bring thoughts, bring forward things, emotional responses, physiological responses. That is not heightened emotion, okay? Now, how it becomes heightened is when you take that emotion and you say, okay, Lord, there's a reason. There's a reason here why I am getting so upset. It's Mm -hmm. always the why. Yeah. So you say, okay, Lord, where is the why in this emotion right Mm -hmm. now for me as a wife? Why am I getting so upset? Why am I feeling so betrayed? Why am I feeling so overlooked? Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling like I'm I'm not being cherished? Mm -hmm. And see, that's now the emotion that God's going to say, right, child, thank you for asking the question because you just came into my presence. Amen. That's exactly what I was trying to bring out. The thought I forgot was that scenario to go into an example um, expression where that's, you know, the, the representation of what happens in a conversation. And I think I was moved by what you were saying about using the same uh, thing with arguments. You know, we always relate it to each other, that it's not always so much about the other person. We, we tend to sometimes deflect it and be like, well, you made me do it. And I know you debunked that when we talked about anger management. It was like, no, it's no a choice. No one makes you angry. <laughs> yes. You choose. Exactly. I still need to give you a gem for that one. Because that was a, a lot. It's a choice. That. Yes. So, but that's... That's the key, I believe, that is in these new seasons of coming in is establishing the why. We've been on this journey of establishing the why for the last year or so. I think Dr. Robin was bringing that and, out. And now I want to point to the man because the man in the uh, argument. Before you do, no. I have <laughs> Don't do it. a portal from the, from the Lord. Okay. A portal straight from the Lord. Because we're talking about thoughts, feelings, we're talking about emotion, we're talking about a belief system. But let's take the example of the Lord and a woman. When he was raised, when he left the grave, uh, when he went down to hell, came back, and he met with Mary, why did he choose a woman to appear to? Because the man immediately would have gone by hyper-emotion and unbelief. And the woman, she was very, very much caught up in that emotion of the the Lost. death of Jesus Lost. Christ, you know, the crucifixion, and she was ready for a revelation of his resurrection. Mm. And so he chose the woman to be the witness because she, her emotions were heightened, yes. not hyper. Yes. Hit, hit, hit it. It needs to be hit three or four times. That came straight from heaven, man. Oh, my Thank God. You Pastor, you didn't know, but I had that in my notes. Wow. I so told you I don't read. No, you don't read Jesus. Read guys, guys, please. I don't get it. 
Explain it a little more. <laughs> oh, wow. How do you mean her emotions were heightened, not heightened? Meaning God could use, and the word is attached, because she was attached so in her heart to, to Jesus, he can use someone that is more attached yes. to the situation than someone that is detached. Right. See that? So for instance, why let, wasn't let, John... Let, 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 me, let me help you. They witnessed everything she witnessed. Yeah. Talking about his crucifixion and his resurrection. But unbelief came to them. It wasn't when she went there and said, I've seen the Lord. I've seen him. He has risen. What did they say? Mary, sit down. You're You're losing it. And Haven't we said that as men? Oh. (laughs) And so... She witnessed to him because God could trust her emotions to go in a higher wow. place and not get caught up with the emotion of unbelief. But, Pastor, it's even deeper because for it. she at first that was from started to fall into hyper-emotion. I know. I've, they've taken my Lord away and I don't know where they've laid him. The, the overwhelming of the loneliness, the overwhelming of the insecurity, the overwhelming of I don't know what's next. But then he says to her, when he clings to her, right? And then he says to her later on, he says, don't touch me. I haven't ascended to my father yet. I have yet. to maybe bring a little correction there. In the sense of saying that wasn't mainly for that point. That was mainly to bring a prophetic utterance that the church has taken Jesus away and we don't know where they've laid him. But what I'm saying is see how he responds to her. In that that response, he calls her higher than what she's feeling within herself. Mm -hmm. He says, okay, I'm going to use that right now. Your, you know, your 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 passion and your attached, you're attached to my heart. But then he says, no, no, no. I'm going to remind you in this statement. Don't touch me yet. I haven't ascended to my father. Mm. And then she walks away so excited because she's like, ah, okay. I get brought back on track to the why. Yeah. Mm. See, this is the why. Mm-hmm. No, if this isn't just about me being dead or alive. This yeah. is about me ascending finally to where I need to be. Yeah. So this is uh, what I what I read out of that as I'm learning in my counseling is God was able to use the woman because her heart was attached. And this is where I go back to the argument scenario. A man detaches himself very quickly from what say. is going on. And and moreover, she was able to realize something more. If he has resurrected then I can now let go and know that one day I will be seated with him in that heavenly place. She didn't have to bring her theology in line. Mm. She didn't have to bring her mindsets down. Mm. All, all of it started flowing through her. What he said is so true. He rose from the dead and I can allow him to show me that I'm going to be with him one day. Man had to get there. They had to go through it. That's why the woman was chosen, 
because she would carry that message much better than the man did. And, and the Lord Jesus could use the fact that he meant so much to her. See, he is. was engaging her heart. And this is where I say with men, we tend to detach from the emotion, but we attach to the cynicism, yep. to the critique, yep. to the judgment. To In the a man, religion. the first thing to that comes up is to assess. Even we assess... You know, our wives, we assess our sisters. And rather than hear the cry of the heart, we first assess whether or not they have the right to be expressing the emotion that they're expressing. Why are you being so emotional? So essentially in that saying, I'm saying, why do you have the right to feel this way? I didn't give you that right. That's what you're saying in that statement. So with men, the Lord has to break down our defenses in a different way. See, that's why he can rather use someone that comes in in a hyper-emotion, but he can heighten it. But with men, we have to break down the walls of pride, indifference, the fact of being self-righteous. I don't need that emotion. I don't need to, you know, you're, 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 you're um, losing it. I'm, I'm well put together. That, that's for you. It's not for me. But one of the biggest problems, and I'm saying that's what a man says. I didn't say that about me. But I was saying one of the biggest problems is, and I feel this so strongly, men are very fearful of emotion. Yes. yes. Very fearful. It's a vulnerability. Showing emotion, I assess as showing a vulnerable spot. But I wanted to ask is before we move on to something else, because I know this is all coming from heaven, right? Why was John able to detach? Because he was right there at the cross with his mother, with with the Marys. Was he able to detach? Because he was supposed to be the one that loved Jesus the most. Well, he was close to his heart. He was always, you know, he was the beloved John. Yeah, but why did he not get revealed that Jesus was resurrected first? Was Again, he I think I'm not. I don't think he was ah. detached, but I think the Lord had to reveal Himself to a woman because a woman. Was, I'd like to was, answer yeah, that. Maybe I'd like can. to answer that because here it is down in history. A woman has always been put your emotions down. Now, God gave emotions, and women tend to want to take their emotions. They're not fearful of their emotions. They are suppressed of their emotions, but they are not fearful of them. And God wants a woman to know her identity is tied up in heightened emotions, not hyper emotions. Okay. So the men need to get in touch with their feelings and not let hyper feelings dominate. Sure. I think I think me as a man, my my question is everything that you said, but what how do I discern what's hyper emotion and what's heightened? This is emotion? what I'm saying. Because it's in that argument sense for the woman again, what can the woman do in that sense? Well, after she finds the why, she goes to the Lord in the argument, she needs to leave it with the Lord and say, Okay, because he is part Part of the problem in a, a very big marriage dynamic is we try to teach people through arguments. We use arguments as teaching moments in life, and arguments are not teaching moments. What? Teaching moments need to be in the peacetime because, again, 
in the argument, there is too much hyper emotion. Right. There's too much anger. There's too much hurt. And the Injection. brain is not in any state to take in new information unless it's the Holy Spirit directly directly pinpointing something. And I'm talking about wrong arguments. I'm not talking this about so breaking good. down of walls or mindsets or bringing conviction. I'm talking about arguing for the sake of arguing. And so the good. subtext of what you're saying is, I want you to learn the way I think. So I'm going to teach you how I think with how I feel right now. Wow. But the key here is the man I feel, because if you go to the Old Testament, when, you know, um, Elisha tells the king, strike the ground, yeah. right? He didn't have heightened emotion. No, he was nonchalant. He was nonchalant and he was indifferent. Yeah. And because he was detached, oh my God. Elisha he said, if you would have struck the ground five or six, times, five or six more times, God would have completely but because destroyed of your indifference, now <gasps> you'll only get this many victories. He's got a revelation. <laughs> That Tony. means we're going to have a lot more heightened emotion Not in hyper. warfare so, but Heightened, see, yes. True. See, for a man, the heightened emotion comes from being in the presence of God. If he had gone to God, meaning if we go to God with our turning off and our indifference, the Lord through his interaction and counsel, going back to your word, can release his passion Come for on. the person, his passion for the situation in the man and remove us from that, only being able to think about the one thing and detaching. He might, be able to say, yeah, he might be able to say, no, son, I want you to feel the passion that I wow. have for this situation. And mm. mind you. That's why men are scared of warfare because so it engages even, passion. Even though Mary was the uh, witness of his resurrection, Jesus was a man. He could experience heightened emotions. He never experienced hyper-emotions. So therefore, it's possible for men to go to that place and have those heightened, heightened. emotions. Just be careful because I, I'm sensing hyper-emotion <laughs> coming forward. It's passion. Jesus, when he walks into the temple, he's got anger, but it's not a wrong anger. This, no. This is this what is I need to This is heightened emotion. And the anger was the anger that God had against his children. But even overturning tables was not a hyper emotion. No, but no, that anger God, no. led to action. See, because he was, he, he was communing with his father and his father was saying to him, look what they've done to my house. Yeah. And so the Lord brought forth that godly expression, right? The same thing when he's weeping in the garden. He's experiencing the emotion of the weight of what's about to take place, mm. right? But he doesn't stay there. This is the key. When we start to feel that emotion coming up as men, we either ignore it and pretend it's not there or we stay in it. I also believe that men are very emotional. They just don't think they are because a man I, manipulates with his oh, emotion. Again, My um, emotions are all <laughs> wrong. That's what my, my problem. Again, okay, let me bring another example from the word. And that is uh, Jesus, when he faced the devil on the Mount of Temptation, there was never this hyper-emotion with him. There was always taking up to a higher place and telling the devil. Instead of having to say, you know, 
go away devil or something like that he said it is written and that was a heightened an emotion to say straight out devil this is what has been written man shall not live by bread alone that take he was emotional but he was at a different level of emotion telling the devil don't give me this nonsense this is what god says about you now that was the thing you can hit that but that was the thing that the devil didn't like about jesus hated about him he couldn't stir him up to be a hyper emotional situation you know what we're gonna take a break off of that because I'm, I'm, I'm Are we getting too hyper for you or heightened? Uh, uh, heightened. Let me come back. I want to really uh, clearly state the difference. <laughs> what is the key factor to the difference between hyper and, and heightened? I think that'll be a good key for the people. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Yep. After that segment, your mind is being blown. Well, wait till you listen to it again and again. Look. We know that you won't be able to get all these gems in one viewing, so you're gonna need to watch it a couple more times to let it land. Head on over to TorqueTV.org to watch this portal and all the others, exclusively whenever you want, as many times as you want. This means gem after gem gets to blow your mind. We have unique subscription options that will suit you, so it's easy for anyone to watch. Torque TV. Hit that button, baby. Listeners, we just went into quite of a, well, it wasn't a sub-portal. We continued the portal, but, of course, that's the benefit of following us on Facebook to tune in to our Portals Live segment, so that way you can be interactive and comment, uh, ask questions, and you can get the full picture of what's being said um, and the, 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 the meat of what's being said. But one of the things that has stood out to me, uh, I think we kind of missed that gem, because you said it so fast, Dr. Robin. What did I say? <laughs> um, so it was like a backtrack, because we said a lot. I, I just want to insert it. Holy Spirit. Now, now, even before that one, which was a good one, so we are summing that up in a second. But when you Give were saying, word, Mary, when it. the Lord revealed yeah. himself to Mary, you said her heart was ready for the revelation. Well, that re- she, she'd been in the presence. Now, let me just explain it. She'd been in the presence like they were in the presence of the Lord. And he was talking about him leaving. Mm-hmm. And so they both both. Hearts were being prepared. Yes. But God chose that woman 
because she had attached that godly emotion to it. Not, no, no, what's going to happen to me? Look what's happening. Where am I going to go from here? Right. I'm sorry, when a man gets into hyper-emotion, it's a very serious thing, and I will say this, because that's not what God made him to do. And that becomes very serious and very dangerous because he's supposed to have a levelness in Mm -hmm. his. Not going up and down, not going up and down, but walking a steady walk. That's what Jesus did. He faced crucifixion. He faced being whipped. He faced all these things and he still walked that level walk. And when a man gets into getting to an emotion that God does not even want him to experience, it becomes very easy for the enemy to bring forth witchcraft, manipulation, and then the man vacillates up and down, up and down, up and down. And that's very dangerous, so very dangerous. So, like I said, she attached herself to the emotion of the Holy Spirit. Right. She attached herself because that emotion was attached to God's will. And that's the gem that I caught out of it was asking myself that question. Am I ready for the revelation? If the Lord was to reveal what that emotion stemmed from, the why, any to answer that, am I ready to receive his revelation? And what you guys, and you were mentioning a key pastor, Nate, in finding out how do you can distinguish whether you're in a hyper yeah. or not. That's one way to get yourself yeah. set up is to take the action to go back to the Holy Spirit yep. and be ready for the revelation. And I think so many times we do it halfway sometimes of um, maybe just saying, well, I'm angry, Lord. And that's our way of giving it to him, but never really just sitting down to get that real revelation, which is a step higher than where we were. And I think it goes to what Dr. Robin said about the revelation. It's the two people. Like to the man, are you ready to give up your judgment? Are you ready to give up your criticism, your cynicism, your indifference? And is God able to trust you with the real revelation of why your wife or your sister or your sister in Christ is being used in her emotions right now to bring something up? This happened in our very family this week. You know, Pastor Robin was engaged. The Lord was able to talk to her heart through her emotions about something that was being done wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, against Pastor Tony to do with our car and... Uh, Pastor Tony, and he'll tell you himself, he wasn't able to hear it because his rationale I was disengaged. Got it in the way you were just disengaged. But yet, when Pastor, and we know Pastor Robin can choose someone out, like, you know, she can just, she don't need. So when she found out what was going on, she got very, very passionately engaged and was like, Are you telling me this is what's going on? And for some reason, because he had detached himself, Pastor Tony couldn't get that that emotion emotion engaged to stand up for himself and to say to the person, you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And so, again, the emotion that she had was attached to the will of God. 
Pastor Tony, even though, you know, he might have thought, oh, okay, this is a good idea. It wasn't God's will. Yeah. And God was trying to get you to hear all week long Wow, what he was trying. But he used your wife's emotion to bring to the surface his will. And this is an important thing in a marriage dynamic because a lot of the time husbands, and I'm saying myself, we shut off and we think, oh, that's just them. But God can use your wife's emotion to reveal his will. But he has to be able to trust you with what she feels. If he can't trust you with what she feels, he won't reveal his will because you'll, you'll suppress it. Right. You'll, you'll shut it down. You'll say you're being too emotional. But here for the woman, the wife hears now where the enemy wants to use your emotion to express what he feels. So when you start moving into confession about yourself and confession about the situation through a rejection kind of perspective, through a um, inadequate, inadequate kind of perspective, now that heightened emotion, sorry, now that hyper emotion is not being heightened. Right. Now you're letting the enemy take what your God might be bringing up and now you're not giving it to him. You're not reasoning in his presence. Mm. And this is what pastor said. He was able to trust Mary because her emotion was attached to his ultimate will. Right. Attached to his will. And um, look, male or female, hyper-emotion is attached to witchcraft. Yes, manipulation. There is no other way to explain it. And the highest form of witchcraft is... And you can hit that button because, ladies, men, you shouldn't have hyper-emotion at all. It's not part of God's plan. Same with me. It's not part of God's plan because it's attached to witchcraft. It's attached to rejection. It's attached to all these things. And it's, a, it's like a, a control, a pride, an independence. It's, it's the whole thing. But like I said, those heightened emotions where your emotions are coming from your spirit because your emotions, your spirit does have emotion. Emotion. And so they're attached to God's will. Now, how you handle it is where you go to the Lord about it. Otherwise, you'll slip back into hyper-emotion again. And Pastor, what you said there, for both of us, for both, both people, anytime you're expressing emotion, if you're expressing for the sake of trying to change or control, it's witchcraft. God oh does not gosh. give you the, the right to express... If you're listening to a voice that says, well, if I get angry in the... Now, let's go to the back, back, back of the head, the real, real voice behind the emotion, behind the frustration. By me getting angry, I might change this. By me getting angry, I can influence the outcome. By me feeling rejected, I can make that person act different towards me. And that's what the demon tells you. You can control with your hyper emotion. But see... This is where now the choice goes back to the Holy Spirit because if you have heightened emotion, emotion energized by the Holy Spirit, you'll have no control because you'll have to take it to him and then he'll have all the say of what goes next. Right. 
you might say to you, be quiet. Don't even talk to that person. Right. Don't teach them. It's not up to you. I'll convict. I'll convince. Right. You know, but this is where now we have to, I said in Sunday, you can't have pure heart, clean hands unless your hands are empty. Mm-hmm. So this is where we have to say to the Lord, okay, Lord, well, all of the things that hyper emotion gives me and the expression now I have to give back to you the right to have a say, the right to feel like I'm justified, the right to feel like I'm right. All of those things get attached when you engage in hyper-emotion. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really, really I, important. I wanted to ask at some stage of, of this portal, tell us some of the, the more common emotions that we express, either positively or negatively, like, for instance, rejection, anger, um, but they're not emotions. They're spirits. This is the key. Ooh, Rejection yes. is not Clarify an emotion. It. Rejection is your physiological anger? response. What about anger? Your rejection is your physiological response yeah. in your soul to listening to a belief system. Ooh, you See? gotta unpack that. So rejection is there for what? Anger a is belief, the same thing. When you listen system. to God's anger towards evil you will have a godly anger, like with fury of his love. Yeah. I'm going to bring that out. We listen fury. to the Lord's passion. So when you talk about fury of his love, I was going to bring that out, fury of his love is tied up with the passion of the Lord. The passion of the Lord against evil. Mm. Not against someone's character, but against evil. See, and when we look at fury, it's always against someone's character. Whereas with God, it's against evil. Amen. This is the defining line. Does your expression lead you to assassinating someone's character? There it is. Does your expression lead you to accusing someone? Because that is a seed of Satan. That ain't an expression of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit always leads you back to faith, hope, and, and love. love. Amen. And so when I say rejection is not an emotion, it's not scientifically. Rejection is your expression to listening to a spirit that has convinced you of its belief. And it's a belief. Well, what are, what are, what, let's say someone is, is being succumbed by rejection. What are the emotions they express, or the, what are they? What are their expressions? The expressions are that they the weep, rejection comes. They don't well, talk. rejection always comes with two. Two. It's never alone. It's a by. Right. I don't like saying by spirit, but that's truly what it is. It's, it's a, a. It's a partnership. It's pride. No, the person, say it's a partnership. Yeah, it's a partnership. The person can feel rejected, and re- and, and then they can have so much pride. It'll be rebellion. In themselves, that, it, that turns into... So the rejection is, I'm not loved, I'm not good enough, nobody wants to hang out with me, nobody wants to talk to me, right. nobody wants to spend time with me. Um, and then that now turns into a pride where... Which is rebellion. Where now, well, I'm so... I don't need them. I don't... Yeah, I'm, I'm so independent. Martyr. I'm so not wanted that I don't need them. I think you need Ooh. to come back to something and that... Tell you, this is going to set people free. It will. It will, but it comes back to a belief system. When you feel rejected, when you listen to the lie of the devil that you're rejected, okay, 
you will become hyper with your emotions. Now, because the word of God calls us accepted in the beloved. So why then can you say I'm rejected? It's because it's tied up to a belief system and, of course, we know the enemy is able to give us an understanding of a belief system that we've taken hold of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually we've made an assessment of a relationship yeah. and, and how it should have a certain outcome. When someone doesn't respond to us like we think they should, right. we swallow the lie. Yeah, I was just telling someone this uh, recently, and someone told me this before too, so I'm just regurgitating counsel that I've gotten before. But um, a lot of times, um, one of a good sign too that I've experienced is when it's everyone else doing it. You know, like I was telling someone, well, if you feel like out of any interaction you have that this is always the outcome, you are the common denominator. So you do have to go back to the Lord and ask the Lord for his perspective on what you're perceiving. Because this person was kind of saying, yeah, because every time I go through this, it's with different people, different scenarios, and they keep going through the same thread of, I'll say, feeling rejected. Yeah. So then I, you know, I was just advising that person to go back to the Holy Spirit and see what in you was rejected in that. Well, why do you feel that way? And why do you feel like... Um, because basically what you were saying too, Parasonate, that um, I wanted to bring out more if this is the direction I want to go, and is the distinction between the spirits and emotion because a spirit can manipulate you to be rejected in a sense of people start, for instance, if one of your emotions out of rejection is coming through anger, more people might actually reject you off of that spirit manifesting through you. You get what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? I don't want to... That's a fine line. If you're entertaining something, people will pick up on your spirit. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. And they'll either come closer to you or they'll distance themselves. But something that's important, always attached to emotion, is imagination. So emotion forms in the pictures. Again, this is Dr. Robbins, counseled by God. It is the bread and butter that we need to really take in. Emotions form by the pictures that we focus on. So the statement that I have here is so the Bible stop pro- the negative picture. The Bible only promotes this is the statement. We're going to talk about this in my course. We we have about five whole lessons on I'm learning how to use our imagination in a godly way. Cuz when you entertain a spirit of rejection, you have given the enemy legal access to your imagination. Amen. Um so the Bible promotes proper use of the eyes of my heart and godly imagination, which I define as only picturing things that God says mm-hmm. are true. So you've got to play a new picture. I do it all the time. I talk about it in all my uh, courses, people's courses. And it, you shouldn't even have to be told this, you know, all you <laughs> students. You should know this off by heart. But the dangerous thing, Pastor, that we need to see is the example that women teach men is hyper emotion. Yes. Now, let's put the blame or the res- I'd say the responsibility. First, that part of it is the women 
teach the men how to walk in hyper-emotion. But the men have suppressed the women's emotions so much that that's the only thing that they revert to, witchcraft and manipulation. But God showed through Mary (laughs) that a woman can be the one he will move through if her emotions are attached to God's will. I'm going to say a statement to back that up. Because men have suppressed women for so long and because men have not engaged the heart of God, God will now only sometimes reveal himself through a woman's emotion. Well, with that being said, men need to hear it. It's a big statement. Because the heart of God. I think, ladies, give me some hearts. I'm not a feminist. Don't worry. I'm done. We're going to take a short break. You're going to get healed if you give the hearts. Oh, wow. (laughs) Not the activation. All right, guys. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. And the second announcement is that Connect Groups are resuming in April, the month of April, the year 2021. We believe that April is the month that God has shown us is all about connecting and reconnecting. So every second Thursday night, we're going to have special Connect Groups located in different locations, different boroughs, each so that everyone can get a chance, whatever borough they're in, to be a part of it. Also, we're going to be adding some special interest connect groups based on what God is calling you to or different prayer types and other things to come in the future. So we encourage you to join your connect group, build connection, build godly fellowship and, you know, godly community and really lock in so that you can connect to your completion. We'll see you soon. God bless. That's good stuff we're doing. <laughs> Sorry, Shanae, I gotta say it's good stuff. Good, good stuff. stuff. Yes, we've been talking a lot about a lot here um, on our Portals Live segments um, that just really brought a lot of clarification and scriptural references. I must say, us single people are kind of lost in that last one because it was a lot to do with the man's role and the female's role. We're like, but wait, wait. a lot of us are just single women for now. But I'm I'm just saying, like, because it was one question, um, and a few people were asking this similarly, um, out but go for it, Pastor. I'm sorry. I'm just going to gonna say gonna it isn't tied up with single. Yeah. Right. Because uh, uh, um, when I say a man, you know, that position that the man holds mm-hmm. in your life, whether it be your husband or whether it be your pastor, your father, or someone in that position c- can actually cancel out these foolish hyperactive and emotions that we get ourselves into. So it's not just for for married people, you know. 
it's it's for uh, that role. Right. And do you know what? That is a role of security mm-hmm. and protection if it's handled correctly. If it's not handled correctly and a man manipulates, it can be very dangerous because a man has that authority mm-hmm. and if he abuses that authority, he's going to be in real hot water with the Holy Spirit. Right. And just to remind our portals audience, Pastor Robin's talking about, she said the fact that a woman can enter into hyper-emotion and a man can engage in heightened emotion through the Holy Spirit and cancel out yeah, a woman's hyper-emotion. Depend, not even just for a woman, um, that a man or a wife, just, just in general. Like if you're going into hyper-emotion, me as a brother in Christ, I can go to the Holy Spirit, get a reader, a revelation of what he's saying to you, and I can cancel out your hyper-emotion. Right. But it does not work the other way, where mm. a woman can cancel out a man's hyper-emotion with her heightened emotion. Mm. She can reveal the will of the Lord, but she has to leave it with the man because yeah. this is what God gave to Adam, dominion. He gave to Adam, Adam. Right? right? Rule. And it's not a um, men are greater than women thing. It's the order of God. And it's important because... Well, because look what Eve did. Exactly. Adam should have cancelled it out. He should have cancelled it (laughs) out because God would have taken notice what Adam did, Mm -hmm. you see. But Adam didn't do it. And so therefore the the result was get out of the garden. Yep. But do you understand Mm -hmm. the danger of that? And that started all the way back in the beginning. So with that statement, God said, look at all the things that came as a result of that. Mm -hmm. You know, your childbirth, everything, you know. Yeah. And then it was, you know, what Adam didn't do, God was going to get us as his children to do. Amen. The question uh, was coming up when we were asking about the relationship, the communicating mm-hmm. to with these type of emotions and how to get counsel with the presence of God. So this question came up um, in regards to the when we were kind of talking about the roommate correlation mm-hmm. because, again, a lot of us live with women mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. So if one is, or maybe both, is in a hyper- situation and we go back to the lord the question is what what is the fruit of Mm -hmm. us going back to the lord and how do we know if we've submitted these emotions to the lord so for instance if we go back to the lord i personally believe if we are both in an argument if i go back to the lord he's not going to show me that this other person is x y and z that's my belief system, that I don't think the Lord is going to start to show me that person is being this and that. No, he's and never going to give you a picture of the other person. He's going to give what, you a picture of you. Right. You so, come out of the presence of the Lord, you need to find you. Don't try to look for what's wrong in the other person. He'll show you your heart. Yes. You might, you might even be completely right in what you're saying. Yep. But he'll show you where you need healing. So to add to that, this person is saying, pastors, is this is the canceling of women 
men dynamic reserved for families rather than other relationships, i.e. friends and coworkers. So just to bring clarity to that question, no, that's what no, we were no. talking about. I need to say this cancellation situation mm -hmm. is talking about people in authority, males in authority. Gotcha. There we go. So it's nothing to do with superiority in a in a an apartment or anything. That's something that you need this to work different. on. Yeah, totally different. But a pastor, a pastor can cancel foolish talk or foolish emotions from one of the flock. But pastor, Got here's it. the key: a man can cancel is meant to cancel. Ungodly emotion, yes, not all no emotion. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. This is what so, we do as men. We want to so, cancel the person. So we were talking about reading your own letter, yeah, right? yeah, or taking your own scripture and stop trying to lord it over. What you do is, if you have that responsibility and you're in having that authority in that area. If it's your church and it's a male, then he should be, he will be able to say, now we're going to deal with this. This is an emotion that's becoming hyper in your life. Let's use the hyper emotion where you're becoming, uh, you said the word, I say exact, you said when absolute Absolute Ab statements Look, or generalities. I've had, I've had Pastor cancel some absolutes with me, and I'm very grateful he did. But I've also been in the position of being like Sarah, where God has said, listen to your wife. Because I'm in a position of leadership as well, and God has put me in this position, so it's... A little different, but personally, when I'm working with males, and I will say this to all, I would rather work with them to bring them up into their position rather than lording it over them. But I will show if they're using witchcraft or manipulation. I will definitely do that. So I think to go back to the statement, because then we're going to wrap it up. I said a man should cancel ungodly emotion and not all emotion. That's a right. woman should reveal godly emotion yeah. and not all emotion. Yep, there it is. And That's then a man the can be trusted with the real emotion that from coming from God, That's the real it. cry of the heart. And then the key comes down to this, plain and simple. Each person should be asking God, what should I feel right now? And I think this is the key to every single thing we're going to say. I am the first person to admit I do not ask God what to feel. I ask God what to think. Very good. But I don't ask him what to feel. Boy, that is a good one. So um, I think we've gone on into the trap where we think if I think it right, then I'll feel it right. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I believe they're I completely right, different. Like. Yeah, completely different. So good that physiological processes. But isn't that true? If you think right, you're feeling right. Yeah, but thinking right is the belief system. Feeling is now attached to the picture, there attached to the belief system. 
Look. So feeling will always be how you see I'm that scene <laughs> Look, in your head. You, you've got to stop getting the wrong pictures. Yeah, it's all you've pictures. You've got to stop playing these negative pictures and and these uh, wrong pictures. And you you literally need to turn the video off and get a better picture yeah. on. And this is where the enemy gets in into the translation between thoughts to feelings. This is a really big key area for Satan because you might overcome in a belief system where, okay, you believe that you're not rejected, but you haven't translated that belief system now to your pictures. That's true. So you might you might say, okay, well, I know I'm not rejected, but every time you go to fight that thought, all you see is instances of you being rejected. And so it leads to you feeling rejected. Again, I was talking to Vanessa last night about some people that have come for freedom in our ministry and they get freedom, they break agreement, they change, start to change the belief system, but then they're back in the session another four weeks later because they haven't changed the, the pictures. Yeah. They've gone and they've gone back to the same pictures in their head and it's producing the same feelings. So just because you think it doesn't mean you're going to feel it. So we need to say, Lord, what should I, Lord, I want to do your will. Use my will in this moment. Now, Lord, give me your thoughts. Take it a step further. Heighten it. Lord, give me your feelings. Yeah. Take it a better place. I love that, what you just said. Yeah, the, uh, that's Pastor, so, so are you true. Uh, okay? Uh, just, okay. It's hard to sit. I've been sitting in two, <laughs> two different two podcasts and yes. I'm going into another one in a minute. I know, <laughs> right? We're all gearing up for that. I think that uh, this is a good subject. I really do. I think this, uh, if people would grab this subject and uh, see the difference, it could possibly stop marriages breaking up. And uh, so many things. Relationships. And relationships, all sorts of things. Because uh, when you've got two women with hyper-emotions, you haven't got much opportunity. And when you've got two men much. with no emotion. Ciao. Good two luck. men with no emotion, you're back to uh, the same way again. So maybe we should say, Lord, what should I think? What should I feel? How should I express it? Mm. So in the there moment of the argument, because this is a great example, where you feel so much, this is where you go into his presence. You say, Lord, why am I believing what I'm believing? Now, what should I be feeling? And he might say, you know, you're right in feeling hurt. But now this is how I want you to express it. Yes, so it's the way on. you take that hurt and handle it. If you react or respond. So if you react, you're moving in hyper. If you respond, you go to heightened. Wow. Amen. Amen. Pastor, this, Amen. Is, this is excellent. I think we'll use this one in our marriage course. By the course grace of God, I've got so much for marriage. to listen to. Yes, please. But you know, <laughs> stick the headset in when you're at work, saints, or when you're at home. Yeah. And remember, when, it, when it's repeated, your mind will grab a hold of it and it'll become a good habit. And I just want to say, this is actually an activation that we do in the course that I'm doing. The Lord... You, uh, uh, the instructor tells you in the moment of the in the in the hottest moment of the uh, confrontation because it's usually in confrontation that our true emotions come forward because yeah. all our vulnerability gets stripped away in confrontation, right? In the hottest moment, stop, 
pause. If you have to, walk out of the room. Get into a space. Lock your prayer closet. You know, go into your prayer closet. Like Jesus said, close the door behind you so nothing and no one can interrupt. And ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, what should I be feeling right now? Are you validating what I'm feeling right now? Or are you asking me to exchange it for something higher? Or are you telling me to get rid of it completely? And then say, okay, Lord, and wait on him and wait for him to swell up spontaneous thoughts because feelings start with thoughts of how, what he wants to give you, the pictures, and then say, okay, now, Lord, how am I carrying that through to your expression of this feeling? Mm-hmm. And if you do that, I believe the Holy Spirit will be able to intervene and remove all those cycles of hyper-emotion. And you might even be, he might even be able to use you to show the other person that they can do the same thing. Very important. I think uh, there was a question. I want to answer it because uh, we have a lot of people who are in apartments, you know, flatmates and such. Um, This is not by a flatmate. This is by Josie. Uh, She goes, Lord, help us. We have a house full of ladies. (laughs) Now, (laughs) Josie, here's the key and... Ladies in apartments here in New York, there's a key. It's the choice to respond or to react tells you where your emotions go. Oh, boy. Don't we love to be right? And last thing I want to say, because I think this came up on somewhere, men don't fall into the lie that you know um uh being um emotional is attached to being effeminate because i think that this is where it comes into this kind of disposition that we put up we don't want to show emotion because then we think we're becoming more effeminate but something that i'm learning about that spirit that attaches itself to an alternative lifestyle is when that man takes on that spirit they're taking on the emotions of that spirit because a demon has its own emotions so god wants you to become emotional in the sense of take on his emotions and not take on a feminine trait or characteristic because remember before the fall all those things god placed in adam and then he took them out of adam and he gave them to eve so that adam would have a whole Yep. in his heart and need to be fulfilled by his wife. Yep. And the same thing in Eve. He, she would have something that needed to be fulfilled by her husband. But I think if you maybe can help with this one, I think what we do, even as Christian men, is we automatically tie emotion to being effeminate. And then that lie from the enemy gets into our head. Well, if I show, if I cry, if I show that I'm, you know, uh, vulnerable, then I'm becoming a sissy, I'm becoming yeah. a wuss. Meekness is not weakness, and it's really important for us men to learn that. Jesus was fully man, but yet fully engaged in every area of his heart, you know? And uh, I think it's really important because even in the church, that is still taught today to men, that if you're emotional, you're sissy. And I think Mm. that that's got to be... And women have preached it to men because of their own need. You know, be a man. Well, again, go back to what we said before. Stop reading his letter, read your letter, and man, read your letter. Let's find out how to be a man from God. Let's find out how to be a woman from God. So emotions 
led by the Holy Spirit for a, uh, are for men just like they were for Jesus. So if you uh, you want men, if you want to feel those emotions, then like Jesus did, respond to the will of God. Re and you respond to the will of God and then you will experience all that Jesus did because he never had a hyper-emotion ever. He was always level. Praise the Lord. Fully man, fully Praise God. Praise the Lord. So I think we have a... What is the emotion of hunger? That's not the emotion. <laughs> I'm hungry. Think, I think this is pretty good for men too. I think they're going to get totally healed from this. Wonderful. And this all goes back to what Pastor Tony taught last night. If we're reasoning inside the presence of the Holy Spirit, we'll never enter through hyper emotion. We'll always be brought in through heightened emotion. Right. And I want to go to the positive side quickly. This is why I love warfare because warfare engages a man's emotion. Mm. See, um, uh, it's in. I got the scripture here actually, and um, it's very important because this is a kingdom sense now, not the demonic sense of of hyper emotion. This is how a man can engage in heightened emotion. Here, um, in intensified kingdom emotions come through worship. When you're in worship, and you begin to pour out your heart, you begin to basically like you know travail in the spirit. Um, you begin to roar over the enemy, that's all intensified kingdom emotion. That's why it's not enough to just raise your hands. I mean, there's seven words for praise. And in the Hebrew system, if you're not doing one of those seven things, if you don't do all those seven things in one session of praising the Lord, then you haven't fully praised him. And one of those things is roaring out over the enemy, singing out, you know, um, very important. So that's why I believe God uses um, warfare with men to engage their authority because by engaging their authority, they're actually being impassioned and actually engaging in, you know, be getting out of indifference. When you address the enemy and you get passionately angry about what God's angry about, it engages godly emotion in a man. But yet, men are so scared of warfare. And I, it's for a reason because they think it's too emotional. See, this is what we've tied ourselves to. And intercession. They they think that intercession, again, is something more that a woman should do when most of the intercessors of the Scriptures are men. And, <laughs> and let's uh, really make it squirmish for the men right now and come to a book called The Songs of Songs. Yeah. Songs of Solomon. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. That's just for the women. No, it's not. It's for the men. But it's embarrassing, Shania. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Let me kiss him with the kisses, you know. And men, oh, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Well, the book was written for male and female. Yeah. And crying out is another example of heightened godly emotion. Sure when you can. cry out to God, when you move past the Lord just... You know, Lord, I just want this, you know, area changed. And you say, God, change me. You get to that point where his energy has energized you to cry out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the scripture here is 
Isaiah 31, 4, as the, as the lion and the young lion roar over his prey. And that word there is actually um, hagah in the Hebrew. And it means to more than just pray. It means to meditate, to, to um, let be let known your confession. So this is why I believe warfare is so important because when you begin to use your emotion in a godly way, you engage your authority and the enemy recognizes it. Yeah, that's right. As a man especially. So use your emotion because it engages your authority. And witchcraft uses emotion all the time. time. And high priests all the time are being used. And women are being used to seduce the men. All right. Do we have any questions before we go? I don't know if I want to give that a gem, but, you know. I'm talking about how they, the <laughs> enemy the action, will yeah. counterfeit what, what is real. Exactly. Okay, I don't think we have any questions. Wonderful. Actually, we do. Oh, okay. We, do. Uh, we got we, into songs of songs here. How do you discern what emotions to process and what to just let go? I think we answered that one. Just remind him again. How do you discern what emotions to process and what to just let go? How on. I think we answered that by saying the difference between hyper and um, heightened emotion is hyper emotion is you or your soul energizing what you feel. Yeah. Um, heightened is the Holy Spirit energizing yeah, what you feel. Yeah, one's attached to God, one's attached to your soul yeah. or to the devil even. And how you discern it is what pictures are you seeing? Okay, very plain and simple. What pictures are attached to what you're feeling? The Come pictures on. will let you know whether what it's good playing? or evil. Yeah, look, I, I do all these different courses and one familiar thing that constantly comes up is what are the pictures in your mind you're playing? Yeah. And it, all the time I say to my students, stop the player, rewind, put a new thing in there, put a new mm. picture in there. I'm going to go through these really quickly. Someone's asking, how does a woman whose emotions have been shut down by shutdown, um, by shutdown spirit, through men, unlock those emotions in a healthy way. Um, I think the key there, Pastor, is a woman um, needs to let the Holy Spirit teach her how to unlock them and not try to unlock them all at once. Otherwise, there's a barrage. Just because you've been shut down, remember, you've been shut down over a process of time. If you open up the door all at once, you're going to be overwhelmed by what's been stored. Yeah. So you have to let the Holy Spirit lead you in what needs to come first, mm-hmm. you know. And for the man, I think the biggest part of shutdown is they have to first stop denying mm-hmm. that they've shut the woman down because you can't change anything with denial. Uh, the other thing is, th- this is something that I've experienced personally. When I see men mm-hmm. trying to be women, Yeah. In the emotional area. And I don't mean alternate lifestyle. No. I mean men want to experience uh, the, the feeling of being first, uh, <laughs> of uh, feeling rejected, of mm-hmm. all these things. And it's like, well, you know, practical things. Like a woman, she's emotional, she might 
you know, fall apart. She might stay in bed. Well, I want to experience all that too. Mm. It doesn't work, man. It's not the way God made you. He made you different. You go after headlines. Stop going after the lines in between. For mm. that, I think that for the man, that is not heightened emotion. If you think no, that's I'm what it just is, bringing that's out. hyper emotion. Yeah. If a man is totally. doing that, you totally. Know? I mean, if a, I'm gonna like, if a man is laying in bed and being depressed all day, and his wife thank is you, having to drag him you. out of bed, thank you. Um, there's so much tied up in that, but yeah. you know, um, God True. made man to be manifest. someone to depend and lean on, not someone that leans on. Yeah. And I think and we fall into the trap. to lean on the God. Lord. Women are meant to lean on the men. Men are meant to lean on the Lord. And Healthy so, dynamic. And then, but man has been leaning on women. Yes. And women can't, are not created to be that, so therefore they lean on witchcraft. <laughs> wow. Hit that, baby, because that, that is so is true. true. That is so true. I was true. like, yeah, woo, no, never mind. Let me put my hand down. And we do this mail. as men. Look, I know we're going in along, but we have to say this. You, if you're doing that as a man, you're putting that woman into a position yep. that she not only can't handle, but it's it's the She's worst thing for her. You're putting a weight on her that she is not called to carry. And pastor. Straight line of the enemy. Even more than that, she hasn't got the ability in her. So where's she going to draw it from? The soul and from the spirit of witchcraft. Manipulation. Okay, someone says here, I struggle with suppressed emotions rather than heightened ones. What would be your advice? Uh, where are we? Tell me who it yeah, is. You're not my saying struggle. who it is. I'll say it's me because I have that problem. You do? <laughs> my, my, I, sometimes I feel like I'm not used to expressing because I, I have grown up being taught to like just move on and not process through the emotion. So sometimes but, I do struggle to go to. But when you do that, you're getting a, the advice to process a hyper emotion. Mm -hmm. You're not getting advice or wisdom to go to a higher place with right. your emotion. It's all tied up with two words. Reaction or response determines where your emotion goes. First of all. It's the what? Give me the two. <laughs> First of all, don't just be. I'm just kidding. Do you understand? Yeah. It's really important because, you know, reaction brings you into an emotion that can take you anywhere. It can take you out on the street. It can take you into your soul. It can take you into circumstances and situations that plays around with your belief system and all sorts of things. Reaction, reaction, but response can bring you to the Holy Spirit. Right. And they can then bring you to a higher place where you leave one area and ascend to another area. Sorry, can you repeat the question? Yeah, um, someone's saying with someone that I struggle with suppressed emotion, so what would be your advice right. to enter into heightened? I think the first thing is 
Again, don't try to do it all at once. No. It's one step at a time. Oh, thank God. Okay? Um, um, I'll take it even further. It's not just one day at a time. It's one breath at a time. Yeah. Everything goes back to the Holy Spirit. You cancel inside his presence. You say, Lord, what should I be feeling now? And I think as you engage that, you will learn to let come forward what you shut down before or yeah. what was shut down before. And the Holy Spirit will bring it up in such a way that it doesn't wound you, it doesn't frighten you, it doesn't debilitate you, it actually empowers you for the change. Because I think if you try to bring it up, you're not ready for it. You talked about, is your heart ready for that revelation? Mm -hmm. He knows what you're ready for, mm. you know? So you just say, example, like, okay, Lord, I'm feeling very rejected right now in this by that person. Take it to him. And he might say, okay, well, I want you to... I understand I'm, you're feeling alone. I want you to feel this now. And I'm going to give you the picture to exchange for my picture. And then he's probably going to locate the why you're feeling rejected. And he's probably going to talk to you about that whole journey of where that why started mm -hmm. and take you on that journey. He's not going to do that with 50,000 emotions at once. Yeah. He's going to do it with one main thing that has shut down all the other things. Amen. So I think that's important. I think that's, that's good. I really do. And I think, again, you know, uh, it's a step-by-step. Step, but there's a couple of little keys. One of them is look at the fruit. Look at the fruit mm -hmm. of your life. Yes. Look, look what, <laughs> what fruit are you bearing. Yeah. You know, that will certainly show you how to handle what you're handling, you know, whether it you know, you're reacting or responding, you see? This is all fruit. Where's it coming from? Yeah. Where is that coming from? Uh, you getting emotional because you're into hyper or are you attaching yourself to the will of God and therefore it's becoming an attachment to you to see godliness, righteousness, holiness, and sanctification or are you going by the emotions that you have and attaching yourself to maybe rejection which is a spirit uh, compromise wrong belief systems yeah all this stuff you, you god has given us an ability to Listen to this, to discern, and then he's given us ability to choose. And I want to take one step further. He's given us the ability to rightly express. Yeah. We just have to get, choose to give him back the choice of how we express. Yeah, there it That's is. True. That's a good word. Give it back, baby. Yeah. Give it back. I'm going to be trying to live this all this week. The Lord will be saying, call it back. <laughs> and the week after. And the week and after. And the week after. And the week after. And the week Just after. to quote to Neil, call it back, Pastor. Call, call it, it back, back, Dr. Robin. Call it back, Dr. Robin. I have one more question and then I think we'll – because the other questions are mainly in this same sort of kind of vein. Um, um, how do women who have been shut down all their life get healing? Is it only possible with men around you who are godly? I'm sorry. People are starting to write questions now. 
Go How ahead. do women who have been shut down all their life get healing? Yeah. Is it only possible with men around you who are godly? No. God to man. He can heal you. So, But she's saying here, can you only get healing from godly men or can you get healing from men in the world? No, I would say godly men. I would say, say godly, godly men. men. But you've got to remember. They've got to be engaged the with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is male. He's not female. Mm, but he's likened. But, but the he's ma- likened the female. The working of the intensity, the attachment to the Godhead is likened to a woman's heart. Well, Pastor, you would say he's not male or female because there's no gender in the spirit. That's right. Right. But the Lord addresses his spirit because it's the spirit. But we got to look. Why, the masculine. Why do we get caught up in this? There's mm. no big deal about mm-hmm. this. You know, God walked as a man, not as a woman. The Not half man or half woman. He became Jesus. He walked as a man. But it's not a big deal, Pastor. It's not a big deal because that's what he gave authority to the man to have the ability, well, especially a godly man, to have the ability to bring healing to a woman. A woman can't bring healing to a woman in certain areas. It has to be a yeah. male. To image. answer the question, I would I would say godly men, and if they're not around, then the Holy Spirit will be your man. Yeah. Wow. Amen. Your husband. Your, your husband. man. Your husband. All right, last question. I have personally pretty much only grown up with hyper-emotion, but I find that even in that I can still go to God in my hyper-emotions. How can I change this approach when in the heat of hyper-emotion? So you could you said you could still go to God in hyper emotions, right? Yeah, God wants you to come. This is what I want to say. He doesn't. He doesn't want. He wants to heighten. Let's get this. Let's get this established. We've said he wants to heighten the emotion. He doesn't want you to heighten it. So you bring him the hyper emotion. You bring him the anger. You bring him the hurt, and then he says, "Right, step one. Now we take it to another level." And, and it's all about um, us recognising, not denying, mm. but recognising there's more to it yeah. than this. It's a starting point. It's not an end Does point. that no. mean, and I don't want to extend anymore, but does that mean if, if you hear the Lord say all this emotion isn't right, shut it down, is that wrong? Does he want you to shut If he says shut it down, there's nothing down? wrong. Yeah, but in when that. he says shut it down, he's talking about shut down what you're generating. Yeah. The hyper. The, yeah. the stuff that you're bringing from your soul, man, by your own flow of energy from your soul. Then he's going to say, now I want to engage my energy through the Holy Spirit, through what I want you to feel. So he might say, okay, I want you to feel this in this area. But you want to focus on this, and that's not what I'm focusing on. Gotcha. So I think to answer that question with that person, bring your hyper-emotion to God. Yep. Like the song says, you know, and don't um, deny just it. as I am, I come, but yeah. I don't leave as I came in. But it's, it's the denial that will stop you from going to a better place. And uh, when you bring it to him, he, through him revealing more truth in it, can show you that you're believing the wrong thing in any case. That's it. All right, we're done. God bless. We've done it.
was powerhouse pool. It was. It was. Hallelujah. Well, how was that? I'm trying to choose a godly emotion through this <laughs> angriness that I'm feeling right now. Sorry, I'm so quiet. I'm so hungry. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm like, yeah. ah. Stomach so, is growling. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the emotion coming forward. I'm expressing it to the Lord. You see. Fine. <laughs> um, no, I, it was really great. It it is something that I, I I am. I must say, as I'm listening to it, I'm getting. A lot of the snippets, but some of it, I'm like, okay, I have to go back to the Lord on that. Because it is challenging some areas, even to do with the suppression. Because even in that, that's a choice. I'm learning. Yeah, that that's important, said, isn't it? Yes, you know, I can't stay there. And I'm, rem- I'm reminded by so many gyms that we've discussed before, like, you know, truth is learned. So even if you are struggling with the suppression um, of your emotion, it takes time to mm. learn to engage mm. with the Lord and dialogue, but he enjoys that type of thing. And another thing, uh, that you said as well, pastor Robin before it was a, a huge gym and key too. It's like, again, to make the choice to give back your choice to the Lord in yeah. it all. I so there's so many, you know, previous gyms that apply and all of these kind of all the portals kind of coincide and apply in areas. So go ahead, Pastor Roman. I'm just going to say, <clears throat> Colleen said something really good. She said, denial will stop you from going to a better place. Oh, that's the, and she just reminded me of the other gym. That, that was a, good on you, Colleen. That was very good. You got a gym, you Colleen. deserve a gym. I did. I just gave it to her. That reminded me of the other gym I was going to say, that there's always a better way. Yeah. And we kind of talked about this in the fantasy versus dream portal where there, the Lord uses the fantasy to lead him back to get his dream. And it's the same thing with these emotions. Don't I'm, I'm what I'm learning, I guess is not to automatically go into, I hate them. I hate them. Hate them. Get out, get out, get out, but present them to the Lord and let him tell you, Hey, yes, this can leave this. We need to elaborate on this can, you know, result in a response and vice versa and let him be the sifting agent versus ourselves doing it. Yes. The Holy Spirit wants to tell us what, right. Cause it comes back to what we said at the start. He wants to teach us about ourselves. Yeah. And he will also tell us a better, tell us more of the story, whether it's more of the story about us or more of the story about others. Yeah. I'm going to go have some hyper food. Yay! No, heightened food. Heightened food. So why don't you give us a whole bunch of hearts here? Yes. Please. Because I think this was worth it. It was worth it. It's a relational portal tonight. Yes, and I I really enjoyed this thread that the uh, Lord, not the enemy, (laughs) get out, uh, that the Lord has been on. Well, the enemy has been trying to be on a thread, but we cancel that in Jesus' name. But... I love this thread of the uh, the relational attachment to this. It, it really is a heightened emotion of joy to really be able to know how we can relate better with one another and have hope that you can have healthy relationships. You don't have to have toxic relationships, even with the Lord. Like, we bring out toxicity with the Lord sometimes, and it's, ah. And Anywho, if guys. If Amanda Brewster's listening, this is a very big key to identify her well there you go keys 
everywhere. Oh, there she is. Maybe I'll put a wig on and come be a speaker. No, at no. You know what? We should have um, more intermingling advice, especially because there are seasons coming up. Oh. In people's lives, I'm definitely going to include this one in our marriage counseling yes, so course we need and these prep conversations to have and mix and mingle sometimes. But anywho, guys, thank you for listening. You have just finished listening to Portals. Until next time, bye bye now. Bye. We can get our mascot to just close us out. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Portals Podcast. We hope you were encouraged, uplifted, and challenged to go deeper in your relationship with Jesus. To get the latest episode, don't forget to subscribe to the Portals Podcast either via iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or your talk app. Why don't you go ahead and share this with someone that you know needs to hear these life-changing truths that were revealed today. Or you can even tell us how it affected you by leaving us a comment or a review. We look forward to being with you again shortly. Until next time, God bless.